Welcome back to the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. I'm Jojo Smith, aka Rhubarb. And I'm Rosie Wood, aka Custard. This podcast is all about business, branding, confidence and wonky crowns. It's a safe, unapologetic space for business owners and wannabe business owners. If you want to take part in the conversation and help us figure out whether rhubarb is in fact a fruit or a vegetable, you can find us on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard. Either way, we're good for you. So welcome back to episode three of the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. My name is Rosie Wood, aka Custard. And I am Jojo Smith, aka Rhubarb. So Jo, how's your week been? Um, my week's been good, to be fair. It's been eventful. There's been lots of different things going on. I've really done a lot with um, like time blocking and structuring as I'm going forward. Yeah. But um, tell me about your week, because you have had a hell of a kind of celebratory yeah it's been it's been I don't even know I couldn't even tell you is it when it's Wednesday today isn't it yeah it's Wednesday today so we are so there's four of us in our house um two adults and then and then the two children three of us are Leos which means we all have our birthdays together so guy goes first at the end of July and then two days later is Millie's birthday so we've just had my both my partner's birthday and Millie's eighth birthday um and then it's mine next week a week today um so it's always a like this time of year is always a little bit a little bit stressful and a little bit everywhere for us mostly me I'm gonna be honest mostly oh me. yeah because you're you're the line manager of the world in exactly that house, exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah so this time of year is always a little bit stressful and then um yeah so next week is is my birthday it's the big three three for me um the big three three <laughs> I need to look into the angel numbers of three and what they mean because this will be my 33rd birthday and then September marks three years in business for me so this year is all about the threes so you just mentioned business birthdays yeah wow. you know I'm all over this like a rash um a business birthday do you celebrate them I do I I, I, do. I know you do I don't know anybody else who does um I don't know I can't remember if I actually went to any effort to celebrate my first one but I definitely celebrated all month last year so I had like balloons and stuff on my desk brownies yeah there was brownies (laughs) I remember I think it's really important to celebrate your business birthdays because they're milestones my first one was a huge one for me because I never thought I'd have a business let alone reach its first birthday and it'd be a success we launched my website on my business birthday I find it's yeah, I find it's really good to, like I said, it's milestones. So, you know, if you set yourself a little target of doing something by, you know, however many years it is or by the business birthday, it gives you, it just makes you a little bit more intentional. It sets you a, a, a little goal, if you like. And it also, you know, because you're celebrating something, it allows you to be really authentic when you're out there kind of if you're launching your website it's just a really nice hand in hand thing to do I think I'm gonna move on now to the main part of this podcast today which we have called and it may have drawn your attention to this episode yeah let's just let's address the elephant in the room shall we for want of a better expression (laughs) (laughs) that's where I was going with the (laughs) elephant in the room so today's episode is called the money shot (laughs) 
Rosie? <laughs> so, I'm literally going to throw you under the bus. <laughs> thanks very much. Um, so we hummed and hard over this episode um, and, and whether to actually go with that title. So it was the first thing that came into Joe's wonderfully creative brain. Um, and it fits, kind of. Um, when you, say, hard, when you say we ummed and hard, we researched as well. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Um, yeah, so we, we, we researched, we Googled. Don't Google. <laughs> Um, but we decided, you know what, we're going to go for it because we know the brand, we know you guys, we know us, and we knew that it would get some attention and just be a little bit funny and a little bit sassy and a little bit out there. Cheeky. Yeah, and out there. And what we're actually going to talk about in this episode is brand photography, of all things, brand photography, um, and the impact that it can make on your business and the realities of getting brand photography done. Because I think, I don't know about you, Joe, but I had, when I went for my first shoot, I had quite a big misconception of what that was actually going to be like. And it wasn't as, it's, it's very much in the prepping and the planning. 100%. And I, like, I'd done some prepping and some planning, but I definitely hadn't done enough when I went for my first shoot. I mean, don't get me wrong, the pictures were fab. Um, but I think I've had three shoots since then. Three, maybe two, I don't know. I've had more shoots since then. And every time I feel like I get a little bit closer to who I actually am. You know? It's very hard. It's very hard to get the money shot, to get the picture that really projects your personality Mm-hmm. you know in a very short window yeah and you know the reason I mean we're a bit tongue-in-cheek pardon the pun but a bit tongue-in-cheek used the term the money shot because it really is all about capturing that moment of you and you know who you are you know and it's about it being really true to you as well because it's got to show it has got to show your personality and your business it's got to do what it says on the tin yeah definitely and I think a lot of the time like if you go onto Pinterest and type in branding shoots and stuff you get the same shots over and over and over and over and so and you know they're, they're brilliant shots and so we pin them to our board and then we go and have the same shots done and we might be wearing our clothing we might have things that are our brand colors or whatever but they're just they're the same shots as everybody else you know a lot of them are headshots I mean don't get me wrong I've worked with some amazing brand photographers that don't do the norm but that's why I work with them and I think a lot of people can be scared by having brand photography but we're all about really being you in your brand we're all about stepping into your version of a tutu a crown if it's leopard print, if yeah. it's hammer mustard, if it's rhubarb and custard, we are all about really shining through as you in your brand. And when you try to do that with brand photography, it can be a bit daunting, especially if you're not truly aligned <laughs> with who you are. And mm. sometimes you may just need a bit of, you know, creative direction or, you know, somebody to just point out your sassy bits or, yeah. you know, you know what they are. Yeah. But 
it's it's very hard but in order for people to brand photography is there for you to show up for people to decide in a very quick instant oh do I want to know more about this person and if you're just showing up as uh, there's nothing wrong with you know a brand photo where you're drinking a cup of coffee by your laptop there isn't anything wrong with that but because there is like you said Rosie so much of that out there how are you going to stand out in that that doesn't mean that you need to you know, be on a hill in a tutu. I did do this, but that's because that is me. If I've got the chance to do that, that's what I'm going to do. Flying a kite in a tutu. That's what you yeah. didn't get. You flying a kite in a tutu. That's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's about looking at the wider picture as well. Like imagine if somebody could, in your every day in your business, imagine if somebody could capture the photos from that every day and they they were your branding shots. So let me put let me let me reword this so it makes more sense. So there's another designer who I follow, and I don't know if she'll ever listen to this or not. But if you do, I really like your brand photos. Um, yeah, she's very <laughs> she's very um, she's very inspirational in how well she understands her brand. And for her, it's not just about the way she shows up for her business. It's about the bigger picture and the way she balances her business and her life. So I stumbled across her and I, um, going back to our Girl Gang episode, I stumbled across her and I actually messaged her because she has a baby who is like two days older or younger, I can't remember, than my youngest. Um, and is balancing it up with a very, very similar business. So I messaged her and reached out to her. She's halfway across the world, but so her photography, yeah, she has some shots of her working. She also has shots of her in her kitchen eating ice cream out the tub. She also has a really, really lovely shot of her literally stood holding a laundry basket with some kids' clothes, like, hanging out the side of the laundry basket. Because when she's not working, that's what she that's that's what she's doing when she's not working. She's doing normal family things. And a lot of her brand photography on her Instagram isn't even just her it's her and her partner and the kids um just out like walking in the woods that kind of thing because it's not that's what she does that's what she does yeah if she's not working she's with her family and that's the things that she's passionate about and is important to her likewise if you don't have a family and the thing that you're passionate uh, passionate about is paddleboarding then have photos done of you paddleboarding you know like it doesn't always have to be what paddleboarding from literally popped into my head I don't know I live in Devon I'm surrounded by people who paddle where did I thought she was gonna say your dog or something yeah yeah, your dog have to include pictures of you out walking your dog it's not always about the way that you work and people won't connect with you and um and relate to you because of the way that you work because you do something they don't do because that's that's why they're coming to you for your services they will connect with you because you've both got kids or you both have a dog or you both love paddleboarding or whatever it might be or you both love tutus or you both love flying kites so it's really important to include those things in your brand photography oh I think that's really important just going back to what you just said about um one of your inspirations you said what hit me was you said she was holding a laundry basket right now I would say, and I would suggest that while she's doing that laundry, she's probably thinking creatively and she's probably still working, to be perfectly honest with you, because that's what we do in this balanced life of an entrepreneur slash mom slash, you know, 
getting all the jobs done and being the line manager of the world. So if that is, you know, how your life is, that's what you're trying to get across because you're trying to build that connection within a photograph. And, I, you know, I just will put this out there for a disclaimer. I do not spend my whole life in a tutu. I do have a crown in my office that is next to me every single day and I look at it and my tutu does come out because that is one of my most energetic times when I have my tutu on. It's just, I I feel at my absolute most powerful. When I say powerful, I don't mean ruler of the kingdom. I mean, of my own kingdom, probably, yes. You know, I feel at my most energised when I do put a tutu on. And it's not a silly little what's it to, it's a tutu that is just a full of layers. And it's it's girly and it's pink and it's party and it's exciting. And that's me. And that's how, you know, how I feel and what I love to do. Brand yeah. photography is a big one for confidence as well, I find. Yeah, it's a big one for confidence because it really helps you. It, it it really helps you feel like you've elevated I guess huge yeah and I mean it has that impression for everybody around you as well that you can you can see the difference between accounts and I'm not saying don't ever post your own photos like don't ever post a selfie or whatever because I think they are equally as valid and equally as important but it really it elevates your account and it just gives you that professional edge and that professional finish. And certainly when it comes to things like websites, absolutely like non-negotiable for, for a, for a standout website. Website, sales page, anything like that. You are going, you, a, a selfie, unless it's a really, really well taken selfie with some kind of branding from you, you know, then I don't, I think it is, you can't really cut it in that sense mm. for a sales page because you've got to show up, showing yeah. that you do, you know, you are professional, you do mean business and that you're invested in your own business and your clients. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like if you're not showing your audience that you're investing in yourself, why are they going to invest in you? Exactly, exactly. Obviously, ideal scenario is brand photographer, but it doesn't like if your budget just isn't there, it doesn't need to be like most um, most of the new iPhones or Samsungs or whatever you've got have got really, really good cameras on them. If you go out on a sunny day, like put on something that you feel comfortable in that reflects you and your business go out on a sunny day you know and take somebody with you to take those shots and those snaps like the really like impromptu ones. Think yeah. about your lighting. Um, and like obviously you don't want to stand too much in direct sunlight but you can get some really really good shots and you can run them through apps that will that allow you to adjust you know adjust your lighting and adjust your presets and stuff and you can get some really really good shots that will kind of tide you over you know they're always going to be better than than selfies and things that you've taken yourself but they can even do things like just fill in the gaps so if you have like if you're more established and you have a, a brand shoot every season, like yeah. there's still no reason why you can't just say to a friend or your partner or your mum or whoever, let's go out for a walk today. We'll take the camera. Will you take some pictures of me? You know, I what I would recommend is I would actually say plan them into your year. I mean, I'm all about being intentional and, you know, just skim through your diary, you know, flick through, find a page 
put on their brand photography, be intentional about it. Because then when you're going through your diary, when you're looking at your dates, you can actually think, you know what, I did say to myself back then that I was going to do some brand photography. It's really worth keeping it up to date. And like you say, Rose, it doesn't have to be um you know you can either choose to invest in it or you can actually do what Rosie just said but I would be intentional and plan those in I think the point of this is get the money shot it doesn't have to cost you the earth but if you can invest and I'm not saying it does cost the earth but what I'm saying is if you can invest do so but it doesn't have to you know you can just because if you haven't got that money to invest doesn't shouldn't stop you yeah don't let it hold you back there's always a way around it and what, like, worst comes to worst, if you're a, a hermit and you live on your own, you don't have any friends or anything, so anybody take a picture, there's always a self-timer. <laughs> I was just going to say, and a tripod, self-timer and a tripod, you can do this. I suppose this could be the sweet treat, right? Moving into the sweet treat of the uh, podcast, my top tip for brand photography would be, what is your guilt, you know, because I, obviously mine's quite a big thing, it's the two turn the crown, Right. What is your guilty pleasure? If you want to show up with a little bit of a cheeky vibe or you want to show your fun side, which I think it's really good to get a balance of your professional and your fun side. Um, If you're trying to discover that, ask yourself, what is my guilty pleasure? What is something that, you know, like I say, for me, it's my tooth and crown. I find that if you can pick up on something that is recognisable to others, that it's like... There was one, there's a couple of people. I mean, um, there's a client of mine that she has got the biggest collection of mugs. And every day she posts a picture of her mug outside with her daily, you know, and her thing is as well, just take five minutes to have a cup of tea for yourself. Drink it hot. That's her self-care. You know, don't let me go cold. And she has this mug in her first shot every day. And as I'm scrolling, I see the mug and I know it's Nina straight away. So think of your message. Think of your guilty pleasure and think of something that's going to be recognisable for you. So that when you are taking your pictures, it's just something that's always there. So people will go, oh, that's such and such. And if you're not sure what it is, you can always ask like ask somebody else it can be really difficult sometimes to kind of look inwards because we just do what we do like we just we like what we like and we do what we do and we kind of go through life just you know just doing Doing it just doing the day yeah just doing it and we don't always think about what it is and how often we do it and how much other people notice literally find something that is relevant to you one of your guilty pleasures I don't believe in guilty pleasures it should make you feel guilty but it's just got that term and it's the thing that makes you feel a little bit naughty and a little bit cheeky and that is your money shot but disclaimer just you know keep it clean yeah, keep it clean keep it clean and don't google money shots <laughs> no and don't google money shots and definitely don't look at the urban dictionary definition of money shot either we hope you have enjoyed this episode of rhubarb and custard I always love it. It's goodbye from me, Rhubarb. And it's goodbye from me, Custard. Before we go, if we do have a topic that you would like us to discuss, please, please come and find us on Instagram. Drop us a message. You can find us at underscore Rhubarb and Custard. We would love to have you there and we would love to hear from you. Bye. Bye.